because it's from a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Powerful lessons in personal change. And it's all science-based information. And that's why I like it. Uh, so these are seven things that uh, people who want to make changes in their life and the world around about them do consistently every single day. Mm-hmm. The first thing is... Uh, we can, now, we can we can talk about this. I don't know how much time you have. We can talk about this now or I can you, you can look at it and we can talk about it next week. Yeah, we can look at the, you know, part one is is the idea that everybody needs to be proactive, yeah, which mm-hmm. is that uh, proactive means influencing the people around you mm-hmm. perhaps more than the people around you influence you. Mm-hmm. So you are the influencer, you are the changer, you are the change agent, you are the motivator. Mm-hmm. And you think about you look at your you look at yourself, you're the center of the circle, then you look at your circle of influence and you realize there are things that you can change and things that you can't change. Now what you can't change, you just ignore it. You just mm-hmm. forget about it. Pointless. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's a waste of time. Yeah. But what you can change, you focus on that. So you focus on your person, your yourself, your person, your mood, your personal health, your, what you eat, your personal habits, your choice of tasks. Yeah. Your uh, again, there's uh, in that is personal income as well. It's interesting. Well, and I, in personal income, what I would focus on there is it's not how much money you make it's how much money you spend right so Mm -hmm. it's it's not about making money it's about not spending money on things that people don't need Um, Mm -hmm. because uh, there's that complex relationship between money and happiness where um, you know all the money in the world means nothing if you live on a desert island by yourself Right, so uh, so the the real value of the money is not in having it; it's in how you use it. Right? Anyway, work-life balance um, is the final part of influence. There, focus on expanding this sphere, this this circle of influence, which means expanding the things that you can control, having more effect over your own personal mood, having more effect over your own personal health, being more conscious about your own personal habits, be more conscious about your choices of your work tasks and um, and the people that, that you work with and expanding that. Meanwhile, at the same time, accepting the fact that there are many, many things that will never change. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and not to worry, not to worry about the weather, the politics, economics, um, other people's problems. You know, mm-hmm. other, <laughs> there are there are other people who get paid to deal with other people's problems. Let them get paid to deal with it, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then we have these uh, areas of concern, circles of influence, and uh, conclusions. There's the flow chart of. Physical factors, social factors, psychological factors affecting everything that frustrates or annoys people. Um, 
and understanding that it's free choice. It's a, it's a choice whether or not you let something affect you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have a choice whether or not to react or respond to that situation or that problem. Uh, you, you have free choice. You have your own system of values. You have your own system of self-awareness. You have your own imagination. You have your own conscience. You have your own free will. Uh, you are an individual. And so as an individual, you can choose whether you react or respond to the problem. Reaction is emotional and response is intellectual. So what's the difference between the two? Well, if you breathe 10 times before you do anything, you are responding, not reacting. Yeah, so you want to um, process ideas in that way. So you control your response, and as a result, you control the consequences of everything that happens. And that's that's the process of proactivity in the habits of highly effective people. So, um, and there's what highly effective people do when they work, and there's also what highly effective people do when they play. And this graphic only focuses on the work element. So you have to take into consideration there's what highly effective people do when they're not being highly effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically. And something like eight, I have to check the statistics, it's something like eight out of ten, or maybe more, highly effective people, it's a really high percentage, might be nine out of ten, and have physical activity in their weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a collective sport. Now it might be something alter- it, it might be something alternative to that. It might be hiking. It might be playing chess. Um, it might be something completely different. But that's not in this. That's not in this the sphere of information that I've given you. But it's something to uh, you know, something to think about. It might be getting on a bike and cycling. It might even be just taking the dog for a walk. Yeah. Um, So, uh, there's also another study about the number of steps walking that highly effective people take per day. And there's actually people who are more successful actually have more physical movement in their day. Mm -hmm. And people who are less successful are more, what's the word, sedentary? I think I think the word is I think that's the word said meaning not moving. Maybe I got the word wrong. There's a word that means that they, people don't move. Um, and uh, this is very very interesting when you consider business meetings, mm-hmm. because most people in most business meetings are not physically moving, and that instantly puts you at a disadvantage instantly because those who are physically moving are using all of the functions within their body and brain and if you think about a business meeting see I after having this system of standing desk and working and moving for three or four years I now have a series of meetings on Thursday where 
I have to go into town and have meetings with people. And these people want me to sit down at the meetings. And I have to say to these people, thank you, but I'm going to stand. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is against what, you know, what, what normal people would do. Mm -hmm. But I know that it's better for me. And I know that it gives me a great advantage. So I'm going to do it. See, that's about controlling what you can control. Mm -hmm. To give yourself the advantage. Not asking to other people to do it, but doing it myself. Yeah. Whether or not other people want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so that all, come, that all comes into being, being proactive as, as the first rule of uh, being more effective in, in your own life. Dun, dun, dun. So you can have a look at that.